Well, hallelujah, we caught it quickly today. Thank you, angels, for reminding me that the mic was muted. We're here. We were just discussing what we might talk about today. It was just kindergarten bloopers anyway, so he yeah. didn't miss anything. I'm glad that part was actually edited out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hmm. People are going to tune in and be like, it's muted, it's muted. God did it intentionally just to capture your attention. Now the brain's like, oh, gotta tell him. Yeah. It worked, it worked, it was on purpose. Now you're paying attention. It's good to pay attention in class. <laughs> there was silence on Joel's bar for one minute. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go. To hell! <laughs> oh. We're gonna be in no. glory kindergarten tonight, and uh, picture time, and probably eating a little... Shekinah paste. I might eat a snack. Might need to sniff a little Shekinah Sharpie. We have... We have <laughs> pencils. We have pens. We might move to Crayola crayons. We'll see. Oh. Hallelujah. Really coming up in the world. Yeah. It was so drunk driving over here to Joel's bar tonight that uh, it was heavy in the Shekinah and the Kavad just getting out of the car. It was like, whoa. We were drunk. Drunk driving. Amen. Drunk driving and we're not mad about it. I haven't felt it that sick and heavy and joyful in a long time. And it was so sovereign, like a resting cloud over the whole city. Because everywhere we went, people were joyful, smiling. The ghetto didn't look like the ghetto today. Bugs wearing bulletproof vests. We were doing like... He was oh. so happy. He was like, man... You got the fit going on, boy. Oh my God! What they're doing? I was like, yeah, peace, man. God's good. Hallelujah. You got a smile on your bullet. Sugs and bulletproof vests complimenting my fit today. Hallelujah! It was pretty cool. There's gonna be great revival in North Minneapolis. And the resurrection of the dead will fulfill the creation of the world. Amen. The elevation of souls. Oh, elevating souls <laughs> with the light that is a ladder. Not a ladder to deceive, not a broken ladder, not a broken world, but a ladder comprised of worlds emanating light, the very names of a God. Even if you've made your home in Sheol, the revelation of the unveiling of God to you brings God much glory the greatest glory oftentimes that is the unveiling of God to an individual is when someone is in a low rung a low realm you're down in Egypt rungs and realms you're in the world of Cain I know that's right in the depths of Sheol same thing they are sin and life decisions but even there God will find you. It's possible for you to see him, encounter him. Not so that you could s stay there and say that that gives more glory to God. Although it is more glorious for someone who is in the demonic realms, who sees God and God is unveiled to them in a moment of revelation. And they see God, that he's with them and he cares for them. That gives God so much glory than someone who's already in 
Malkut of holiness, it's already in the presence of God. They have another experience with God and that gives them glory. But there's such glory when God is unveiled to sinners. When God is unveiled to someone in the depths of the kingdom of darkness, their eyes open and they see the Lord. Like Saul's encounter with Jesus Christ, overwhelming light unveiled to him, it removed the scales from his eyes. First, the scales on the eyes are exposed, and then they're removed through prayer. Just like Saul, you'll need to find the Anointed One. God may send them to you. They may send you to their YouTube channel. There's an unveiling of the scales and the veils. And it's the power of prayer of the ones walking in righteousness to remove them. Until then, you go by faith and not by sight, for you don't yet have true eyes, true vision. You'll need to come out through prayer. You've had an encounter with God while you've been in a dark place. Now you'll need to be close to and in the company of, under the training and the discipleship of the righteous. And that's when the power of prayer will remove those scales off of your eyes and help you to see the ladder, to see the way out from the darkness that you've been dwelling in. It's the sun of righteousness rising with healing in his wings, in his beams. Jacob's ladder. Jesus Christ, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one ascends to the Father except through him on sapphire stones. It's interesting you mentioned Sheol as you started, and the Spirit of Wisdom was teaching me about Sheol today. And this verse is in Genesis 4.14, and it says, Behold, you have driven me from the face of the earth. Cain speaking. Did you know the Bible says that Cain was driven from the surface of the earth? That's what it says in Hebrews that his existence was no longer on the surface of the earth, which means he no longer dwelt in God's original design for man. It's exactly what it says in Genesis 4.14. And that's why he went down into a different part that was reserved for Satan and his angels called Sheol. And so that realm that Cain went down into is the kingdom of hell. It is through Cain that the kingdom of hell was established for the fallen angels. That's why they needed man and woman. You read about Eve listening to the serpent in the garden. So it's a created thing. And so this is fascinating because God is teaching and illuminating what we've been battling our entire lives. Why humanity has gone through what it's gone through why we're facing all this stuff, why there's problems in the world, the mysteries of the universe. Guys, Scripture says, I would not have you be unaware of the schemes or ignorant of the wiles of the devil, which means you don't need to go learn the occult, but you have to understand your enemy and where he's fighting from. If you just read Ephesians 6.12, you know, principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, spirits of wickedness in heavenly places, and you don't understand heavenly places, how are you going to defeat them? The truth is, you cannot. You can't. Because of ignorance and a lack of wisdom in those realms, Christians are defeated by them. As it's written, my people, the good Christians, the born-again race, 
are defeated for lack of revelation knowledge. And that's exactly what the Bible's talking about. So we need to understand our enemy. This is a time of defeating the red dragon, defeating Cain, defeating the principalities permanently. Jesus said, I have come to bring fire. Oh, how I wish it was already kindled. Why did he want to bring fire? Is he destroying God's creation? No, he's destroying Cain's creation. What Cain created as Elohim. Now the Bible says, Psalms 82, you are Elohim. Psalm says, he is God of gods. Yadhe of Elohim. That's what the Bible says. Yadhe Vave, Y-H-V-H. There's no W in Hebrew. Y-H-V-H of Elohim. That's what the Bible says. What is the Elohim that Yahweh or God is God of gods of? Creator Israel. Israelites were called in the Old Testament the Elohim. But not just Israelites, y'all. So were the angels. And not just the good angels called Elohim. (laughs) Bad ones were Elohim as well. So you're dealing with a whole lot of stuff here. And you have words that categorize the stuff. So what does it take to understand scripture? Wisdom. What does it take to conquer using the sword of the word of God? Scripture. Great wisdom. It's going to take the wisdom of the ages, like Bob Jones prophesied. As I was waiting for Rebecca to pick me up to go to Joel's bar tonight, an old man dressed in overalls looking like Bob Jones walked out, and he answered his phone and, and said, Bobby, it's clear to go. And he looked like Bob Jones. He looked, had the overalls on, like some kind of farmer from Arkansas or something. And he said, Bobby, it's clear to go. And I knew it was the sovereignty of God speaking about the prophetic and the promises of Bob Jones being released right now. So we are clear to go in the promises for this generation and the conquering of spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. I do not think the previous generations of prophets had the great wisdom of the wisdom of the ages that Bob Jones called it. The wisdom of the ages. That's right here in your belly. He'd say, you got three things right here. You got the wisdom of the ages. You got the kingdom of heaven. And you got Christ in you, the hope of glory. You have all of that in your rich treasury of glory. Christ in you, the hope of realizing all of it. It's in there, guys. Now it's time to realize what you got and walk in it. So, God created seven heavens for Adam and Eve. The seven earths are the roots of all evil. He did not create that Sheol for man. He did not create that for Adam and Eve or for Seth's seed line. Okay, The righteous seed line of the genealogies of Matthew and Luke have no inheritance in Sheol. Okay, Our inheritance is in the seven heavens of the seven spirits of God, but Satan has a counterfeit of seven earths. And those earths are guarded by what is it called in Daniel 12? Dust of the earth, and dust is actually a demonic principality. So it keeps you confused. There's two guardians of those seven earths, dust and accuser. Truth anyhow. You know you deal with dust constantly, of Cain's seed line, all the sins of the world, all the sins of the fallen angels, and then what happens when dust gets on you? Accusation. And that's what seals you in realms of hell even while you're born again. You're constantly accused. Isn't that what Revelation says? The accuser accused the saints night and day, which means they were still under the seven earths of Cain, for he was banished from the face of the earth. Genesis 4.14. He was banished from the seven heavens. Banished like who? Peter says, like his father, the devil. 
Cain was banished into the dimension of the devil. And that dimension was complete in Cain. So now you had father Satan and son Cain. Is Cain the only one? No, read the scriptures, guys. Cain has offspring. His offspring go down from generation to generation until you have kings and queens of demons. That's why the flood had to come, guys. Because that stuff was interfering with God's original creation. They were changing DNA. They were cross-mutating DNA in plants and in animals. And God had to destroy all that work for His plans and His will to be accomplished through Noah, through Shem, through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the twelve patriarchs, and through Messiah and the apostles to this very day in our righteous bloodlines. Because God's will will always be accomplished. And like Shadrach's been, been saying, because the devil is a liar. Amen. The devil is a liar. Amen. Yes, amen. <laughs> That's why, yeah. <laughs> Not today, Samuel. Not today, Lilith. Today. Not today, Dustin Accuser. Mm-hmm. And not tomorrow either. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we're bringing forth new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells. This is wonderful. <laughs> do you want to look at some pictures? Picture time. Let's look at pictures. <laughs> Which one do you want to look at first? Well, since we're teaching on Sheol, let's just go there. Yeah, come on. Here's the cliff Get off. Get on the magic This is the black thephrot of Masonic sorcery. This is what the deep state uses to confuse the masses through democratic politics. This is the Luciferianism, and Lucifer stands on one of these rungs, and it's different than what you think. Doesn't it remind you of, like, the magic school bus episodes where they all get into the school bus, and it, like, flies and shrinks and goes, like... Okay. Wow, look at that. That's interesting. Yep. Do you want to uh, give a disclaimer or warning about the study of the demonic? Yes. Just for the Attention, safety of our please. students. Warning. Safety. Thou shalt not Google information and be taught wrongly. Yes. So Especially stay... about the demon tree. Yeah. Please do not. Don't I know you guys are glory kindergartners and some of you glory seventh graders, but you're all glory children. This is not something you're going to learn off of Google. This is something the apostles have learned and refined through direct revelation of Jesus Christ and apostolic and prophetic experiences. So make sure you're learning from the hand of God and not Mm -hmm. the hand of Nimrod. Amen. Amen. Because most of the information you're going to find online anyway, and I know because I've looked, I went and, you know, touched all the different things there. First of all, they smell bad. (laughs) And I don't know if you're yeah. sensitive to spiritual smells. They smell really bad. But um, The bog of stench is there. Oh, it really is. It's disgusting. <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> but on top of that, you're probably going to land. A lot of pages are connected to witchcraft, to different entities. And so if you understand the temptation <laughs> of the brain to want information, if you follow that, you're following impulses of the bone throne of Satan anyway. And so we don't want you to be just going all over the place, learning things that are probably wrong and also may curse you and or your loved ones. So just for safety purposes. All of a sudden you're tapped into the black throne of false light, a black menorah, and you're gone forever wondering why the fallen angels are coming in your house and not Shekinah glory because you began to learn and open up your heart to the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. So, the only reason why we're teaching on this stuff, just as a disclaimer, mm-hmm. is so that you can understand your enemy and mm-hmm. defeat them. 
because now is the time. Very fast. I believe this was like one of the very last broadcasts of Bob Jones on Rick Joyner's Morning Star Television before he didn't minister anymore because he got too sick. But Bob said, my generation was the Stone Age. Your generation is called to the stars. What are stars? Stars are sapphire stones. With the seven stars in his right hand, Jewish mystics believe the seven stars are called the Sephirot. Mm-hmm. And that some people call it Kabbalah, but Kabbalah, like you know it, is this, the Klifoth. You need to separate the difference between Klifoth and Kabbalah because the difference is heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. The stars that Bob Jones says were called to occupy mm-hmm. are the seven stars of Jesus Christ's right hand. Mm-hmm. You're going to need great wisdom's terminology for discerning this stuff because the difference is literally heaven and hell. And if you want to do a really great study on this, a really great resource is the first book of Enoch in, uh, what's that translation? The one that they did in Minneapolis? The Fortress Press. Fortress Press. By the Fortress Press, first Enoch. That's really good. They comprise so many um, translations and versions of the book of Enoch and they put it together. It's just a really great uh, academic piece of literature and it's historically accurate and so if you go in there you'll see that the seven like the fallen stars Enoch talks about the fallen stars who are imprisoned mm. so when you're looking at that the seven stars of God is the holy Kabbalah which is Kabbalah just means to receive instruction it's just the Hebrew root word of receive instruction but if you're going to the seven stars imprisoned of Satan on those mountain ranges, then your cabal or your receiving instruction is going to be from demon kings and princes. <laughs> now, what's the difference between learning about the demon tree and, you know, learning about the right, the tree of righteousness? What's going to be the difference there for you besides just trying to Google things and find things and maybe you'll be okay, maybe it won't, maybe it's all just lies, you know. Think about this. When you read the book of Enoch, who wrote that? A scribe of righteousness. Is it safe to read the book of Enoch? Yes. It's a tree of life. Right. So when you're reading the Bible, is it safe to read the Bible? Yes. Yes. But if you're receiving instructions from demon overlords, probably not. It doesn't work. I'm sure they're going to be lying to you. Right. So you see how people go wrong with the Bible, you know. The devil is a liar. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But the scriptures cannot lie, Jesus said. Mm -hmm. The scriptures cannot cannot lie. lie. So when you're reading the book of Enoch and he starts talking about all the fallen angels, he says their names, you know, so-and-so, this one taught astrology, this one taught women how to wear makeup, this one got people addicted to food, right, with the, the different flavors and things like that. So it would just be, you know, uh, what's it called uh, when you It was the Gordon Ramsay demon. Yeah, what's the, what's the thing when you worship food? What's it called? I forgot. Gluttony. Gluttony. Yeah, Pride so. Month is jealous of the other six deadly sins. Yeah, they need their own month. So anyway, <laughs> so he talks about all these things, but why is it safe for you to read it? It's because it was a scribe of righteousness, and he was taught of the Holy Spirit and the holy angels, and he did have encounters with the fallen angels. So it's really interesting if you look at it. It's really good to study in the Book of Enoch. And there's all kinds of, you know, Jewish historic writings and things like that. But even a lot of things, like if you look at pictures online, try to find resources, most of them, if they're kind of close, they're just wrong. It's not accurate. So 
But anyway, this is really interesting. And yeah. part of the importance of this mm. is I actually reference uh, these kinds of things on my journey frequently. It's not something that I always talk about or share on. I do here and there, but whenever I'm considering a sapphire stone and my next steps, or when I'm considering, you know, how to bring people out of darkness, that other picture with the tree and the roots that we looked at, I envision them frequently. I will look at both sides to see, okay, maybe this person is farther down, maybe they're they're not in Malkut of Holiness. If you're not in Malkut of Holiness, at least yet, that means you're still at a lower elevation that's still kingdom of darkness mostly, or you're maybe saved in your spirit, right? The grace of Jesus that you just, you have the potential to die and go to heaven, but there's no soul sanctification, really. There's no, like, it, it's still operating under the influence and authority of the demonic. And so what is it going to take for someone to come out of that? Uh, now, let's see, do you want to, I think we can read some of these. And we don't need to teach too much on this today, but it's good for you to at least be a little bit familiar with this. Uh, Satan at the top there, that's the crown. The big ones there, that's Molech and Pan. So what you could say is, let's say you're dealing with, you want to go to Hawk. So Satan's literally on your anus. Well, that's why. <laughs> well, okay. When you're in we Cain's don't need to world, that. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. In Cain and not Christ. That's where Black Maltut comes from. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they call it Sodom. Okay, okay. So, Molech. It's true. So, let's say you're, we want to go to Hakma. You have to understand, if you're dealing with your nature, it could be whatever world you're in, whether you're starting in Asaya or you're in Yetzira, you're in one of the four trees in Yetzira, you're making your way through the Sephiroth, you're getting the circumcision, you're like, all right, Hakma is the next step. On the lightning path, you've got the path memorized, or you have your notes. Well, what am, what am I going to deal with? You're going to deal with the nature, the fallen angel nature of Moloch. On the higher levels, you might be dealing with the principality himself. Luckily for you, apostles are going ahead of you so that you don't have to deal with that entity directly. Somebody else is already doing that for you, so don't worry about that. Isn't that nice? Yeah, like, Isn't that nice? Like you're like, oh, you're not going to have to do it. 13 times. <laughs> he had to do and it. his churches did not because he yeah. was pioneering their salvation. Right. So, but that's not, that's exciting. So, what you're going to deal with more, mostly is the ranking angels who are beneath Molech, right? Because the heads of thousands, the heads of ten thousands, those are the divisions of angel armies on either side. A third of the angels fell. So they already had a grid for angelic rank and order. They didn't lose that in the fall. Mm -hmm. They just use it with their brain knowledge, basically. Their, their knowledge of how God's kingdom works, and they try to replicate that, but in darkness. So you'll have Moloch, and then he'll be over lower-ranking angels, and they have, you know, their divisions and who they're subject to. And, uh, yeah, it's a little chaotic in, their, in the kingdom of darkness, but that's their nature, right? That's their nature. So, mostly what you deal with as you rise is the fallen angel nature that's natural to you. It's actually natural for you to be like Molech. It's not natural for you to be like God. You're mostly like the fallen angels and not like God. Even as a Christian, you mostly act like a fallen angel 
and you mostly don't act like God. What is that? It's trying to have that appearance of good, but in your nature, secretly, it's not actually good. It hasn't been transformed. It hasn't been circumcised. Truth in it, huh? How do you know if it's been circumcised? Because you grow in grace. Let's look at the New World's chart. How are you going to know if it's circumcised? You're going to be more like God the higher you go up, which means you're going up correctly, which means each sapphire stone is circumcised. That's your DNA, your divine DNA inside of you. Made in the image of God, why are we more like in the image of Satan and the fallen angels? Because spirits are trees, are represented by trees. When Adam and Eve ate from Satan as a spirit, the fruit had the seed that reproduces after his own kind. What kind? The satanic. That's why for 6,000 years, you've had corrupt bloodline, corrupt DNA, and the corrupt nature. It's not the divine nature that you see going on. Go to any church building made by human hands in America. Even in the best of the best of the champions, you still see their flaws. Why is that? There's still work to be done. To be a partaker of the divine nature, not just in your spirit, but in your soul, requires that the world of Isaiah, the nefesh gets the commandments, you make your nefesh, your body, subject to the commandments of the New Testament. And from there, you learn to submit to your spirit and your spirit to the Holy Spirit. That's step one, like Bob Jones said, cleanse your conscience. Your conscience is your spirit. Once your conscience is sparkling, he said, then you're going to be able to hear from God clearly. You're not going to have so much of that mixture, and you're not going to be walking in iniquity, Christian iniquity anymore. Hmm. So then you move on to cleansing through the layers of your soul. You get baptized in the Holy Spirit, receive the Ruah HaKadosh, and then your Ruah all through your heart, you're getting sanctified. That means when you go into the world of Yetzirah, your soul begins to be a partaker of the divine nature. When you're in the world of Isaiah, you literally have to go past your soul, keep putting the soul to the cross, all spirit and no soul. Soul is not going to help you in the world of Isaiah. Your soul is always going to be wrong, animal nature, when you're in the world of Isaiah, you've got to be, like, spirit only. Stay crucified, my friends. Yes. So, pretty much, that's that whole realm through the world of Isaiah, you're mostly going to always be wrong about pretty much everything unless it came directly out of your spirit. So, you need to learn how to bypass not only your mind, mm -hmm. but your heart, so that you can follow your spirit by faith even when you can't clearly see. Yeah. That, during that stage as an infant in Christ... You learn to walk by faith, not by sight. So there's no senses leading you, only Christ's anointing from your innermost being. Right, and the sun sets in the west. Right, so Malkut, that's in the west. What that represents is when Jacob was on his way to Laban's house, the sun set early, it says. So when the sun set early, he understood that he, that season of his life he wasn't going to understand. He could not use his wisdom he was going to have to go by faith. And the wisdom will come later. So understand, you're not going to be able to use your own wisdom. You're not going to understand for a time. The animal's not going to understand the animal soul. 
it just has to stay crucified. You walk by faith. Learn to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to you in your spirit and keep the flesh and the soul crucified. It's really going to be beneficial, and this is really the only way to do it, is if you get around a company who is walking in it, you're not going to be successful trying to do this on your own. You're going to need people in your life who can correct you, who can guide you, and who can help you stay on that narrow path. Because if you're just trying to get even onto Malkut of Holiness before going up Sapphire Stones, there is some work to do. It doesn't have to take a super long time, but it is going to take some time. It's going to take discipline, right? Like Shadrach said on Facebook the other day, you know, some of you, it's not just, it's not a demon problem to cast out the demon. It's a discipline problem. You need to crucify the flesh. If you don't crucify the flesh, it doesn't matter what we try to drive out of you. The nature itself is incorrect. So discipline, submission to authority, using the word of God to, you know, like the apostle said in the word of God, you know, I make my body subject, I discipline it. I tell it what to do. Don't let your body and your heart and your own senses tell you, well, I want to do this. I feel like doing this. Are you just following after what you feel like doing? Or did you get a word from God, a vision from God? Where do I want to go eat today? Is it just what you want to do? What you feel like doing? Or do you have a clear vision? This is what God wants me to work on today. Otherwise, you're just going to be pulled, oh, I feel like so-and-so needs my help, or I need to go here, and I need to go there, and I need to do this, but I feel like doing that, and I feel like I need, I need, I need. Mm -hmm. And then you just wonder why, well, where's the promise is coming? Where's it, when's it coming? It's not coming. You need to go up. Feeling-led versus spirit-led. Mm -hmm. So scripture says, Romans 12, 2, be transfigured, metamorphosized by the renewing of your mind. What's the renewing of your mind? Training your senses and your mind to be spirit-led by the Holy Spirit within the spirit part of you. Not led by your spirit, led by Holy Spirit. Those are the sons of God who are led by the Spirit of God, not by their own spirit. So you have to know, yada, intimate, with the Holy Ghost through your spirit. Since God is spirit, you must be in spirit, John 4, 24. So if you're not in communion with the Holy Ghost in your belly, you probably never really walked with God. It's just witchcraft in your brain called religion. That's why they weep and gnash their teeth and they have a hard time with real prophetic ministry because it totally disassembles the Antichrist, which is religion coming in the guise of Christ. So you're now going into Christ in your spirit and renewing your mind. What's the renewing of your mind? The senses and the reasoning of the animal are no longer valuable to the carnal life. So what the world values, God treats as trash, it is written. So now you're not valuing the worldly sense reasoning world of Cain and the success of Cain's world. You're valuing mm -hmm. the, the success of the seven heavens of God that the Holy Spirit values. That's why wisdom builds her seven pillars and prepares her feast. The feast is the senses valuing the things that God values through your eternal spirit. And you are to do that in this life to grow in wisdom. Amen. Amen. Let's take a look at the Klippoth first, and then let's go to the mountain ranges. That'll go along with just what you said. So, while you're looking here... Klippoth in Hebrew means uh, wicked forces. 
evil forces is the literal translation of that Hebrew word. Nice. So let's take a look at the bottom there. Under a black Malkut, because that's just the lowest level, let's, you know, which is what most people are going to be dealing with. When you're talking about feasting, sources of feasting, like we mentioned a little bit yesterday, when you're listening to these glory and charismatic stream teachers and preachers, well, they may have advanced out of the lower, they're not preaching out of the lowest levels of hell, right? There's been breakthroughs, but why has it been that no other company has been able to get up off the earth? And the Lord showed me this. He took me into an experience in the spiritual realm and showed me how the demonic hovers over the earth and they use, you know, the power of the black sephiroth and they're, us they're using Jewish sorcery the misuse of those promises, and how the believers were kept underground. The believers used to be above ground, over the earth, on the moon, or at least, you know, above the earth. But they've been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, until they were under the rocks, under the, just underground, forced underground church. And they were just barely getting by. So, looking at that black Malkut there, what are these things that have kept people down? What is it going to take to break through as a company and start to reclaim the heavens and to reclaim this territory that they've been using? That under Black Malkut, those are the five accursed nations. And I believe these are the nations that uh, Joshua was called to annihilate. The Amalekites, the Geberim, Rephaim, the Nephilim, and the Anakim. And that word there, Naama, that is the mother of the Nephilim. So we have those spirits. I believe that was the great, 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 great granddaughter of Tubal Cain. Mm. And uh, she was said to have been the one who seduced the Watchers when they said that the women were beautiful and they wanted to sleep with them. So she's also considered a mother of demons in a way similar to how Lilith is a mother of demons. Yeah. Um, so. These are the things that, like, oh, you know, the giants in the land, you know, the Nephilim, not wanting to fight them. You're dealing with those kind of spiritual wickedness. She was like the chief siren. She was the great, 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 great granddaughter daughter of Cain and wife of Tubal Cain. Amen. And this is also not to be confused with the other Naama. The other Naama, the good one, is the daughter of Enoch, who was married to Noah. So again, just like with Enoch, there's an Enoch in uh, Seth's line of righteousness, and there was an Enoch in Cain's line. There's <laughs> <laughs> just it's, there's yeah. always a counterfeit. The enemy is a confuser, guys. Right. So it'll all work out. Okay, we're on the winning side. Right. So the offspring coming from Noah and Naama was the offspring of righteousness, and the offspring of the uh, Naama of you know Black Malkut is, you know, mother of the Nephilim, so there's that. All kinds of nasty stuff, but what did they, what it was Joshua told? Don't be afraid. Be bold, be courageous. The Lord your God is with you. Yeah. Be bold to take the promise land. The stuff in our promise land, guys. Yeah, so get excited. It's going to be good. And then we have Lilith, the black moon, Gamaliel. Uh, you can interpret that, you know, when you look at um, Paul's life, 
Uh, was, mm, was yeah. he, he studied under Gamaliel, totally. and which is a principality of the Black Moon. And uh, so that's really powerful. One of the reasons he wrote so much scripture is because he had an understanding of the Black Moon sorcery as a Jewish scholar. And he was empowered by the, the this um, Klipoth, the Black Tree of the demonic Sephiroth to persecute the Christians until he met Jesus. <laughs> and he got into the righteousness. Yeah, this is that uh, Acts 7 where Stephen says you you served Molech in the star Remphan, he's speaking of this black Sephirot. He says, mm -hmm. Judaism of the earthly Sanhedrin has become this picture on your screens. Mm -hmm. And he had overcome Lilith too. So if you notice, he was always preaching on purity, you know, writing to the Corinthians, writing this and that. Glory. He could write with Ooh. authority. I because... feel lightning coming out of my heart right Amen. now. Amen. Wow. Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. And the, the black yeah, moon, he overcame all that. Mm -hmm. He wasn't suckling from the breasts of Lilith for his prophecy. Nope. He was encouraging and even scourging the church to go after holiness and righteousness. So was John. You know, Peter had the righteous seal. And uh, let's see. And then Adremelech, Samael, Mercury, Kabod. Uh, that's going to be a test of your endurance you've learned if you've gotten up to the moon level you're going to know how to drink or even if you're below moon level it's going to be a test of who's the glory for right the glory goes to the father we honor the father everything we do should honor him and then what kind of what are you going to do with the drink are you going to abuse it to use you utilize your own fallen angel nature while justifying it with self-righteousness of gamaliel and the black moon and samael and you know, the false Holy Spirit, Baal, Mammon, the love of money. Which brings us to Netza. That's the, you know, we have in quotation marks, love, false love, uh, the false Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. love of money, all that kind of good stuff. Baal, Belphegor, we've taught on that so much by now. Black Sun, Belphegor. Yep. And uh, let's see. That's like a, it's a perversion of the revelations of the revolutions of lightning. Uh, the lightning always comes from the luminaries. It doesn't absorb them. The, if you see stars and lightnings going into them, as in it's absorbing them like a sponge, that means it's a demonic shell and it's absorbing and stealing the glory so it can emanate its own light instead of reflecting the glory. Its source is not God. It's just stealing from God. It's not emanating. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then let's go to the mountain range. Dark stuff, guys. Just need a break. Just like, whoo! I'm glad I'm coming out of hell. I'm glad I'm coming out of Thank hell. Thank you, Lord, for receiving me into heaven. Yeah. Amen. And so, <laughs> what's the quality? So, what's the quality of teaching you're going to be getting, and why? Why we're encouraging you not to <laughs> feast from the places that you used to feast from, because what the level of mixture of those demons that you just saw, you don't want to drink mm. from those, do you? Unless someone has already overcome them, they can't teach you or feed you any better than that. Which means they're always going to be feeding you substances from those demons. Hello? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, let's look at the picture one more time, just to make a point. Yeah. Look at this. You have to understand this. Unless someone has already gone up higher than these levels, even in the first world. Let's just say even the first world. How many people do we know in the glory stream that have done this, that are teaching, that have ministries. Zero. 
which means if you're still eating from them, that mixture that comes down through them is in their teaching. It's in their worship. It's in all of it. It's contaminated. The truth is the, the leaders of the charismatic church are mouthpieces for principalities. Yep. Come out of them, my people, says the Lord. Yep. The, the quality of spiritual food, milk, bread, oil, honey, meat, spiritual meat of the word of God that anyone can give you as a teacher, as a preacher, as a pastor, as a prophet, as an apostle, is only how high they've gone up. Which means that those sapphire stones within that vessel are clear and pure, circumcised completely, done correctly in righteousness. That's the purity of the vessel that it can emanate and flow down fresh living waters of Shekinah to you. And that's written in Daniel chapter 12. For a righteous generation shall appear in the future, is what it says, and will teach righteousness so they shine as the stars of heaven forever. That's exactly what it says. Since we have not ever been taught righteousness in the church age, nobody shines like the stars of the heaven. What are the stars of the heaven? Take a look. Picture. Stars of the heavens. Yeah. So let's say if you go up so high, let's say uh, if I was standing, let's say you go up to Yetzirah, right Yetzirah. There. Yeah. Those are the stars of the heavens that you shine like, according to Prophet Daniel chapter 12. And what's interesting, in some languages, in, a lo- in many languages, like, you know, Japanese, for example, the word for star and planet is one and the same. Yeah, that needs to be established as foundational. In Hebrew, star and planet is the same thing. It's the release of light. It's Genesis 1, 18, to rule over the day and over the night, to separate light from darkness, and God saw that it was good, fitting, pleasant, and he approved it. It was the light of the stars God called good. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep, and these are supposed to be, you know, stars emanating light. The difference is, you know, stars or suns, they emit light, whereas the planets right now and the moon, uh, they reflect light. Mm Mm-hmm. So the higher we go up, and that's why, you know, being patient with... In wisdom of God, it's all called stars. These are the seven stars of Messiah's right hand. Amen. So you might be wondering, well, how can I help? What can I do if I'm not, you know, up so high? I haven't... I'm almost Malkut of holiness, you know? What you can do, uh, this is the grace of a disciple. We talked this week about the grace of being a disciple in those three steps that we talked about yesterday that you can take to be in alignment to receive pure light that's being taught when you share the teachings of your teachers of righteousness it maintains its purity when you share it right so you're clicking the share button the like button you're taking your notes you can share your notes it's not going to be safe for you to teach unless you've gotten to that level. Whatever level you're from, you can teach from that. So like we have the men's group that's going on, we have the women's group, we have the RLM Facebook group. You can share as you're learning and your experiences, but you only wanna share from what level you're at and to help others go up. But always the safest bet is going to be sharing what you've been learning at Joel's Bar, what you've been learning in the Word of God, 
I didn't know there was a men's group. I thought that was spam. I just like um, deleted that. I got the invite. I'm like, what is oh, this? Oh, someone posted. Well, the, nobody tells me nothing around well, here. Well, someone posted that there was a, a men's study group that opened up. <laughs> All right, I might join it now. There was like a men's Sorry study group. Sorry for deleting that. You gotta know. message me first. You know, I get like thousand articles. Yeah, he gets, of spam he gets added to all kinds of day. stuff. Yeah, just I just figure it's spam and no one yeah. tells me anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's different places that you can share and you can grow. You can study. You can learn how to pray, and that, that's gonna be really good. It's gonna be beneficial for you. So there's that, and then look at the mountain range because this is kind of oh, what yeah. you're talking Check about. Oh yeah, check it out, mountain range. <laughs> so, talk about the mountain ranges. At first glance, you might think. You know, if you've already seen the masterclass, you know what this is already. Uh, but at first glance, you're like, oh yeah, the sephirah, the gemstones, angel feathers, lightning. But what is going on here? What's that oh. little goat doing? What's the there? goat? Yeah, that's kind of the. Isn't that as an owl there too? Yeah. <laughs> so if you take it the masterclass, you've already seen this one. Uh, let's go to the next slide. Okay. There's a difference between mountain ranges. Now, this is in the Book Ooh. of Enoch that we talked about earlier. If you go into that one, it, feels better. Yeah, it's much nicer, it's clean. <laughs> and did you notice the arrangement? So that's false Jesus, Satan on the top over there. Yep. Dun dun dun. Wow. Jesus, ex false Jesus exposed. <laughs> yeah, false Jesus exposed. <laughs> totally fake, liar. Man, I'm getting drunk tonight. Oh, Ooh, holy on. gosh. Wow, it's thick. <laughs> it's like victory wine. It's like a, you got a demon owl and a goat man looking thing. Very highly suspect. But there's gemstones, Lord. But there's gemstones. Yeah, I mean. It's counterfeit. Uh, let's see. Stolen gemstones are sweet. Black milk. Everything you've earned apart from disobedience, apart from obedience, the Bible says, will be taken from you. Remember we shared that verse recently? Everything built in that Cain's kingdom over there. That's Cain's kingdom of seven earths. The corruption of all things and the fall of angels and man. Everything over there will be completely burned. And the stuff that is like the wealth, that's where the wealth transfer comes from. The fire of God, the seraphim armies of the living God, will burn all the wealth of Cain. And that's, it's Cain's also known as the duality of the earth. That's why Russia's flag has twin dragons. Same flag over the city of London that sets the gold standard. It's twin dragons. It's the duality of Cain's bloodline. Cain's bloodline is known and symbolized by two heads. The black and the white, and the white rules the black. And so it's, they are publicly, guys, they are publicly revealing them as the offspring of Cain, and they're proud of it. That is truly what the source of this actual war, even in U.S. politics, is. Now we need the righteous bloodlines of Messiah to really grow up in what Jesus gave us in his genealogies in the tree of life and burn the stuff with holy fire, with rule of fire. And you will have the world back from Cain's seed line. Cain doesn't have an inheritance. Messiah only has inheritance. But if you don't understand Messiah deep enough, as the abilities of the angels in these realms of stars, you're not mature enough to have an inheritance. As it's written, when you are immature, you're still under governors and tutors until the appointed time of maturity, it is written. So when you come into maturity, you begin to consume that other side. Then you begin to have those breakthroughs that scripture promises. 
Amen. And it's only circumcision of our own hearts, right? We have to rend your heart and not your garments. And then uh, this is what's wrong with that side on the left there. This is what's wrong with the church. This is what's wrong with the church age. Is you got signs, you got wonders. There are demons that are released from the seventh hall of hell on the enemy side, and they work wonders, healing, signs, miracles. Now, when you go up the black Sephiroth without having circumcision, all you gotta do is just ascend. You know, you go up, you know, ascension, you practice ascension. When you ascend in the black Sephiroth, mm. um, this is what kind of, kind of happens. You'll see angels of light, you see gemstones, you can have gold dust, you get power, right? You can do whatever you want, you can heal people, uh, you can look cool, it's pretty flashy. Whatever you say it goes, you You'll can- You'll go viral on YouTube without you can, even trying. You can, you can control the weather, <laughs> whatever you say, you change the weather, you say it, it happens. You do, you, you're in power and control of your life, like, uh, if someone messes with you at work, they're you not nice to you, fired, right? People get fired, and then it's self-righteousness, you're like, God did that for me. Oh, that's a different God. Yep. You know, God did Jesus. that for me. Like, that they was, got punished. You aren't, you're not living a crucified life. pretending to be Jesus. Like, man, I was flying time. so high. Like, <laughs> and some, you know, some people come out of that and be like, what happened? I was flying so high. Everything, I was using the power. It's all that power, signs, wonders. I had gemstones. I was reading the Bible every day. And, uh, yeah, no, sorry to break it to you. That is the false Holy Spirit. Yeah. Do what I want ministries. They got the white owl instead of the white dove. Well, they have a white dove too. Now check it out. They got a white owl and a white dove. Go down to Netza. See the white oh, dove? Yeah, yeah, oh, but I saw the white dove. It landed on me. You know they have the false holy spirit. They have it. Is there a third slide? I can't remember. Yep, What's the third one? There's the third one. Here you go. Bam. So, this is just kind of unveiling. That's Ooh, Black Malkuth. Nasty. The false prophets. You got the eagle on one side. <laughs> Um, it's like a serpent trying to be like an eagle kind of thing. You have the false Holy Spirit, the black sun, Mars, you get the firepower, uh, the Da'at bone throne, that's where you have to memorize the Bible for your brain power to, you know, basically like be a black Moses over other people commanding things with your staff of self-righteousness. Self-righteousness, truth gun ministries, killing others. Uh, Mammon, I believe, is like the secondary principality of Hesed. So like fault, mm. higher levels of false love, brotherly love. The higher up you go on the right side, the more it appears like purity. Mm -hmm. So Pan on the left hand side, the top, the goat man over there. Pan is Remphon, the star of mm. Saturn or yep. of the black box cube of Saturn. This is Acts 743. Instead, you worshipped the god Molech, and you carried his tabernacle, not mine. You worshipped your star god Remphon. Remphon. You made idols with your hands and worshipped them instead of me, so now I will cast you into exile beyond Babylon. That's Black Malkut. Why is a church in Black Malkut? Because of Saturn and Molech worship, which is Pan and Molech worship. Mm -hmm. mm. And if you've been watching Joel's Bar for many years, Brandon was preaching on this a long time ago, uh, but now you can kind of make the connection where they actually are in the... This is their address. This is their home address. In the heavenly places. And the so the on the left hand side, uh, Pan is best known for his sexual desires, and on the right hand side, uh, Moloch is best known for his secret um, sexual desires. Mm. So one is just blatantly outright black magic. Left hand side, satanic everything out in the open, as it is. 
the right-hand side, it's the appearance of purity, the appearance of perfection, brotherly love, compassion. I'm going to be nice. Help these people when they're demonic assignments. It's like whitewashed tomb, but yes. they're in, uh, in their thought life perverted. 100%. But, but externally, they look like perfect Christians. No. Uh, when they say there are many paths to God, this is what they're talking about. The, the abuse of these 32 paths of wisdom through the Sephirot without being circumcised. The only difference is circumcised or not circumcised. Because mankind, man, is that, what do you want to call it? It's like a... It's a complete exposure of Luciferianism. Yeah. The way this world works is the light of God, that creator God, creative power only comes from God. He put it into man. He built it into man, and he gave that gift without repentance. So the world that you create, by your decisions to be circumcised or not circumcised, to live a crucified life or not, uh, is going to be what light comes out of you or not, and that forms this world. So you choose which God you serve, and if you choose these guys here as God, then mm. you're like, here you go, here's the whole world and the universe, you just do what you want. And their goal is to be that... That's um, why Exodus says that these are your gods. Yeah, these are your gods. Those That's are the golden your, calf. Yeah, these are your gods. Yeah, this and is the golden calf. it was the embodiment calf. of these gods, these fallen angels, these principalities. Mm. That's why, like when Oprah or different people like that, they say there are many paths to God, because there's many paths to the false Jesus at the top. Yeah. It's all the same. Uh... The ultimate goal for them to become a master of the temple or to become their own god, their own creator god, is whether you go the left-hand path of, um, you know, Aleister Crowley or the right-hand path of, you know, church <laughs> or charity or CEO or you read red magic straight up, you know, the middle, uh, Balaam, his route. And so Revelation says yeah. that outside the city gates are the sorcerers and dogs. So all that are under these false gods, these fallen angels, and the mm -hmm. sorcerers they've trained as yeah. sons and daughters, that is the hypnotism on all nations' minds. Mm -hmm. The righteous are called to pioneer <laughs> those Canaan realms and restore them to Genesis 1.18, perfection of God's original design, what God called good, called the seven stars. And as we restore them by ascending through them, they are restored. And Rebecca really clarified this. It's not like you stand on Neptune and then do a bunch of jobs. No, you keep ascending through lightning. The job yeah. is ascension itself. Amen. <laughs> this is really exciting. Are you guys excited to go up the sapphire stones and conquer the universes? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> It's the best day of my life. Oh yeah, do you want to share some of the today? Yeah, but breaking amazing. through. I mean, I breaking so through in, in celestial wisdom. The wisdom has always been my my favorite thing mm, that yeah. he's trained me in since birth. Um, really, birth in Christ it was the first thing that he told me after I was born again. It, that wisdom was the most important thing to me. So, going into higher, greater wisdom, I'm crossing over from Bina to Hakma. And Hakma is the Hebrew word for wisdom, being the Hebrew word for understanding. Today, crossing over and standing on Hakma in a new world oh, at a I higher that. level was, I was learning, especially the wisdom of unveiling men's hearts. When the Bible says all hearts will be revealed, what's in people's hearts? It's talking about the unveiling of the matrix 
just like in the movie, there was a progressive understanding of what the Matrix was that has kept men and women imprisoned in darkness. So now the, the veil is beginning to be seen and understood of how sorcery and even the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great has worked over the nations by the fallen angels through the Cain seed line. The clarity of that, how they've been imprisoned, how the Christians have struggled and been in captivity. This captivity, you guys, no, they were only in captivity in Babylon, I believe, 70 years. We've been in captivity in Babylon already longer than that. This is Babylon the Great, and the truth is, all Christians, the entire born-again race on this whole planet of all nations, is still in captivity to the last kingdom of the fallen angels and the sorcerers. Why is it last? Because we enter the great wisdom of righteousness mm -hmm. and dissolve them in the, in the new heavens, making new heavens, so they have no ability to hypnotize through sorcery. Mm -hmm. So they're not working in Cain's fallen world apart from God's original design. They have kept us out of God's original design. When you doubted the word in, in Genesis, the doubt of that word, we left God's created world. You have not been living in a world that God created. You need to understand that you think you are, you're not. The worlds that God created were perfect. That's what the Bible says. And he said they were good. The heavens were good. The earth was good. We have not stepped foot in that earth until now by the learning of righteousness. It's a completely different realm and dimension of existence coming out of Cain's world. Mm -hmm. And they are seven worlds. They are seven stars. They are the counterfeit menorah. They are the counterfeit of Jesus Christ. The Antichrist is Satan pretending to be Jesus on the top of that world. And I'm telling you now, the Bible says everyone that's a part of that old world and the hypnotism of the potent sorcery is a member of the Horror of Babylon, whether they like it or know it or not. So it mm -hmm. takes a level of humility recognizing the matrix. You tell people they're in the matrix, they'll get offended. No, I'm a born-again believer. Well... Why are you worshiping Remphon and Moloch then? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, I don't doubt you're a born-again believer, but there is a progressive work coming out of Egypt, crossing the Red Sea, living in the wilderness. The wilderness was the place of learning Torah to live in a different land, a promised land that is after salvation, that is after sanctification, after the perfection of your spirit that has not happened yet in your hearts, but will happen through teaching of the scriptures, a teaching of a certain wisdom from God that first of all, when it comes down, is pure. And this teaching will separate you from the old world of existence. And those seven earths, why are they called seven earths? If you we read it previously on that earth, that old earth, and of the of the Cain seed line, the reason why it is seven because it polluted the seven interior castles of the soul to completely live imprisoned in the entire existence of the human being. So the whole human being and its seven interior mansions are in seven earths, in seven dusts and seven accusers. Mm -hmm. And it is Pan's labyrinth. But wisdom is your escape. That's why it's written wisdom builds. It's not like wisdom and you're already there wisdom and i'm already perfect all this nonsense no 
That's not what scripture says, Proverbs 9. It is a progressive building. Wisdom progressively builds in the seven interior mansions, which are seven different realms of black Sephiroth into white Sephiroth or into righteousness, into sapphire Sephiroth, which is God's original worlds of Genesis 1.18 that he said were good. That you can live in these worlds of glory where there's no mixture with lust, pride, demons, devil, sickness, poverty, disease, none of that. That's why Jesus Christ said, I go ahead of you to prepare mansions. How many mansions do you think he prepared? Seven exactly. The seven mansions that I go and prepare for you is this right here, guys. Take a look. It is this right here. Those are seven mansions for you to live on earth as it is in heaven. He wasn't talking about just third heaven. He was talking about the existence of original design of second heaven, which is new heavens. Why is it called heavens and not heaven in the Bible? You notice scripture does not say new heaven, singular, but new heavens, plural, because there are seven heavens, new heavens, which corresponds to the new soul. I will give you a new heart, it is written. You've had a heart of stone, I will give you a new heart, a heart of flesh. What kind of flesh? Of the type of flesh of Messiah. That's why you're called his brothers and sisters and not distant relatives. Which means the same exact flesh becomes your flesh. Guys, what's the body of Christ? What's the flesh of Jesus? These seven mansions. Original design. Flesh corresponds to stars. For there is no biological life except by second heavens. Is that not what the Bible says? It's exactly what it says. God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. Genesis 1.17. What is the light upon the earth? Your body. And guys, it never aged. It had no death in it. And it was perfect. Why? Because of this right here, seven stars the seven heavens of seven mansions that Jesus Christ has given us as his bride. Amen. They were made in the image of God, the image and likeness of God in his image with his likeness until they ate from Satan. Right? The tree of Satan, we've already established, like Jesus said, when he opened up the eyes of the blind man, what did the blind man say? I see all men as trees. It's a spiritual principle that any person, right? To be a person, you have a spirit. You're a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. Every spirit in the invisible world is a tree. It's a plant. So, when they were in the image and likeness of God, but they were young plantlings, they had not yet grown up into wisdom. Just baby saplings in the garden, really. They were in God's image. Yeah, they were perfect at that level, but they needed to grow in perfection. They needed to grow. So what was it that stunted their growth, that reversed them from being in God's likeness and image, growing in the garden to being in this fallen state of sin, sickness, disease, murder, the offspring of demons... Cain, Cain. Was the yeah, yeah. 
Eve birthing a, a child. The Bible says this now. Eve birthed the son of Satan. The same perfect woman who dwelled in the above garden of Eden when she fell produced demons. Yeah. Truth anyhow. <laughs> but her heel will crush the serpent underfoot, which means the serpent seed line or Cain's seed line in Cain's seven worlds will be terminated. How? Mm-hmm. By the maturity of righteousness. Amen. Exactly what this ministry is doing is the end of the curse of the fall. It's just the tip of the iceberg, but we're tapping in now into the learning of wisdom and righteousness that ends the curse of the fall universally. Amen. Is that healing of the male and the female and the sins of the bloodline of Adam and Eve, you know, in the Jewish uh, historical, um, what do you want to call it, the rabbinical teachings, all the Jewish records that they've kept of all these things in history. uh, They also, they talk about Adam, when he was separated from his wife for so many years, that female demonic spirits would light upon him and they would have intercourse. And so he had demonic offspring. So when they were separated, that was kind of like, you know, the first divorce, really. They were separated, and they both had demonic offspring, and there was some jealousy there, and they came back together, and they were able to repent and produce Seth. And so, praise God for, you know, sanctification. So yeah. there's a lot, they have a long history of <laughs> things that need healed in the male the mysteries and the of the fall. It's the yeah. mysteries of the first heavens. So, now, yeah. Yeah, the restoration of the male and the female to righteousness is going up that sapphire stone. That's why, you know, some of you married couples that you've come on board here, God has asked you and be and called you to begin walking this together. Not just one of you is the spiritual one and the other one just gets things done around the natural realm. That's heresy. You're both called to crucify your male flesh. Crucify your female flesh, grow your spirit, (laughs) circumcise your soul, circumcise your heart, and go up together. No more of this me versus them, them versus me, always warring against each other in your house. Start working together. Men, quick way to get delivered if you have lust issues, ask your wife to start praying for you. Mm. And then women, if you've got that severe harsh judgment of the satanic portal gever in your heart every time you get offended at your husband and you unleash hordes to attack him and try to kill him. I'm not saying you've done that. I'm just saying if. Maybe it's your friend, or maybe you're not that severe. But the female side of severity is the portal of hell through the heart, through offense and those female emotions that just go nuts. I know it's not you. It's somebody else. Always somebody else. But I'm just saying... Maybe pray for your friend. Sin is common to all men and women the, the maybe, same. Maybe ask your husband to help you overcome that female over-the-top severity and emotions where you kind of go crazy. Just the, or you, your emotional intelligence goes into negative areas. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> literally hell. Yeah. Um, let's During look at the that demon time, tree. demons are let's your intelligence. Let's look at the demon tree. Let's look, Gavra on the demon tree, let's take a look. Okay. This is what you do to your husband. This one? Yeah. Well, this is why you don't want to do that. Okay. Osmodai. I'll tell you a little bit of a fact about this. 
that's a demon of that that demon is really associated with lust. So if you're getting pissed off because your husband stumbled in lust, but he's trying to learn righteousness, and you unleash this unleash the severe judgment of your own hard emotions, and you're not judging him favorably with kindness, covering his sins with love, drawing him up higher by going up higher your own self, unless you're already circumcised on Gevra, what are you doing? You're just unleashing hell, and then that's that's like a king these. They have many kingdoms within the kingdom of hell because everybody's a king of demons and everyone's their own king in hell, right? Everyone's doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of fall in line when the bigger tougher demon comes to, you know, set them straight. And it's just chaos. Terrible kingdom. Terrible kingdom. It's yeah. really not good. Yeah, hell sucks. Hell sucks. Get the t-shirt that so, says hell sucks. When you go into that emotional upheaval and you're harshly judging your husband or your male friends for when they stumble... Like, with lust, it's usually the thing the guys deal with. The eyes are cursed, right? Adam's eyes got cursed. Um, then you have, a like, a king of lust demons that you're unleashing. That's not helping the situation. Do you see how it only makes it worse? You go crazy, get mad, want to kill him, want to judge him. And it opens up that heart portal of Gevra. And then lust demons under the under the spirit of Osmodai get released and then curses the man more with more lust mm -hmm. that will inv that will enrage you more to want to kill him. The two that keep the gates and levels of yeah. hell are dust and accuser. So they throw yep. dust and then they accuse. Dust and accuse, yep. So pray for each other, you know. Start working together and not fighting each other. You don't have to, it's Just not... Just walk out of hell yeah. together understanding all this stuff because yeah. it really works. And walk the narrow path. I think one of the most deceiving things in current christianity is that the narrow path is lateral it's completely unbiblical the path of righteousness shines ever brighter to the full dawn of day dawning of day is going vertical into the sun the narrow path has never been lateral that's satan that's black earth that's religion mm -hmm. the narrow path has always been vertical and until you burn that into your brain you'll be wandering around laterally in the wilderness dying just trying to find how do i save myself going from all these things that christians are doing and learning what do i need to do 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 and it's mm -hmm. panic and you, the issue is you just need to rise you need to walk the real narrow path and get rid of all those other pan labyrinth false paths mm -hmm. that don't actually go up and what is the narrow path learning the word you walk on stairway to heaven the stairway to heaven is real but each step is an understanding of scripture within your spirit that's why the morning star rises in your heart second peter 118 how through the prophetic word or the prophetic scripture through prophecy which is the life that's inside god breathed his god breathed word that's what causes ascension of your inner man philippians 3 11 that you can resurrect in your inner man spiritually and morally resurrection is in your spirit first asaya you have to fully resurrect your spirit otherwise there's no zero possibility of resurrection in your soul we skip into soul why because we're soulish we're emotional we're carnal sense reason based human beings completely fallen sealed in cain's seven earths so first step of redemption in the narrow path is your inner man ascending the sephirot walking on sapphire stones in your inner man with confirming signs and wonders and spiritual abilities every step of the way 
to think people today would deny Jacob's ladder as being new covenant. Guys, God showed Jacob that ladder for a future generation who would walk on it all the way back into the upper garden of Eden. That has not happened yet, mainly because these terrible Christian leaders teach lateral, so we wander around the wilderness and never really learn what we need to learn to ascend properly according to scripture. Yep, and they just weep their Truth and yeah. They just weep and gnash their teeth when they find out that we're preaching this stuff. They don't want anything to do with it. But speaking of, you said you're going to need to learn the word of God. <laughs> Words are made up of what? Letters. So maybe let's just try looking at, let's try to learn one letter at least today. <laughs> now I know my Aleph meant. This, this is, is the A. Yeah, this is the A. Aleph. A. A? Haven't you had enough pizzas? It's actually Canadian. <laughs> it's the A. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Amen. Haven't you had enough burgers? <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. Men are going to let the women go free. Canadian, let my people go! Put down that pizza. Put down that burger, sir. These women have a job to do. Joshua okay. and Moshi, eh? And it's not making your pizza today. Okay. She's got righteousness. I think you've eaten enough pizza. I think you've had enough. <laughs> and enough cheeseburgers. Yeah. Now it's time to learn Canadian, eh? Yeah, pizza comes from pan. <laughs> pizza pan. It's demonic. No, I'm just, well, the true pizza is actually the good pizza that comes out of the oven of the fire of God with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Is uh, fiery furnace pizza. Fire. That is actually the transfiguration. It's called salvation pizza. Mm. But it, you can only have it if your wife learns righteousness. <laughs> Or you just go up and get it. I'll make my own pizza. I don't need a man. I know. I know you don't. You know. Speaking of the f fiery furnace oh. of Shadrach, have you noticed he's been just sweating his brains out yeah. in that studio like a sauna? Let's get him an air conditioner. Yeah, let's get him an air His broadcast this week, Joel's Bar Africa, isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Have been top notch, yeah. world changing, absolutely astonishing purity and holiness that's coming forth. It's changing everything. It's a hundred degrees in that studio. Mm -hmm. So tonight we're gonna take up an offering for Shadrach's air conditioning. The Samson air conditioning, we've already worked it out. I've talked to him about it. To get that place cool so he can broadcast in his private studio in there five days a week to feed the nation some of the highest level revelation and wisdom and purity and holiness available anywhere. We're gonna get that place air conditioned. So it's yeah. $2,500 for the Samsung air conditioning to air condition the CFI RLM studio. Amen. Let's get it. If you guys want to sew into that, everything we raise tonight, we're going to go towards that air conditioning. So give, yes. click any link in the click, description click, click. and give, give, give generously give. and sew into the air conditioning of Shadrach's studio in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, back to Moses. All right, we're going to learn at least, we have to learn at least one letter of the alphabet today. <laughs> if we're going to learn the word of God. Let's start with the A, alphabet, Aleph. Isn't that nice? You know what's interesting about this letter? It doesn't make a sound. It's not like, you know, K makes a K. What does a D make? Duh. Duh. 
Duh. I know that one. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Olive, not it's Olive, not Dolph. Olive, it's a lot like Alf, the cat eating alien. Yeah, well, hallelujah, praise God. That, Remember that? That's, yeah, I know, you know. But <laughs> what you know? What's interesting is that you can't spell Adam without <laughs> Olive. If you just if oh, you glory. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, this is a very nice letter. <laughs> okay. No, no, don't. No, no. We have to learn. <laughs> Are we going to learn one letter of the alphabet? Alright, put today? your thinking cap back on. Put it. I can learn one letter of the alphabet today. Just encourage yourself in the Lord. Maybe pray in tongues. Give us a drink, Lord. First letter of the alphabet. Just one. Oh, I feel the anointing. Give us strength. Drunken Glory University. Yes. Wow. Could you imagine what if you could fit a whole universe into one of these letters? Oh, I think you're actually teaching that right now. <laughs> There's the universe and all of... Isn't that nice? I think this is a very good letter. I think it's very good. I like uh, the pointy hips. <laughs> Someday we will come to understand, but what's interesting is Adam, without the Aleph, if you spelled it, it would just, instead of Adam, man, it would be blood. Mm. What's interesting is Olaf does not make a sound. It's the it's the breath before the sound. Like the beginning of Joel's bar. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. See now it's <laughs> prophetic. Now we are now we can excuse ourselves with prophetics. Now, let's leave the picture up here for a second. Okay, this okay. is good. We're we're learning uh, the alphabet very slowly, but you know Oh, there's angels standing over there. Right next to Jake. Oh the angels go. We learn the alphabet. Crazy. Yeah. Today. You guys like it. I like when the angels like things. When the holy angels like things, say, so, you know, when my angels like things, the holy angels, I like them. If God likes it, I like it. If God hates it, I hate it. Just align yourself. I like the alf alphabet of God. You can learn the first Hebrew letter of the alphabet, 22 letters. Alf, the cat eating alien. And that's all we've learned today. <laughs> no. That's well, Hebrew school in the drunken glory. Well... Praise God. Okay. I so, the, the, we'll, you Take know, over, Professor. The best, the best, the best of rabbinical literature is the consensus that it's continual repentance forever. Literally, just we just keep repenting. That's basically we just keep repenting. We just keep repenting. <laughs> Repent means to go higher. So you just keep Amen. going up. That's true. If you stop repenting, you stop going up. Stop walking the narrow path. Yeah, stop walking the narrow path. Okay. Repent. So, but, so if you took away the olive out of Adam, it would just be blood. But what's interesting is this letter is silent. And what happens is when you remain silent, when your blood is spilled by being insulted. For righteousness sake you achieve that higher light of your awareness of the Shekinah glory of God and it purifies your blood like a sheep silent before his shearer 
Moshi, I mean Moshiak. <laughs> One who would be like Moshi, who was very humble. <laughs> so humble he was silent before his shearers. He spilled his blood. He was silent. So that he could restore Adam. Mm. Moshi and Moshiach. Yeah. So good. He was the... Jesus Christ was the true Zadik. The one who shone like the sun, but no one really saw him shine like the sun. No one saw his face shine, only his best friends on top of a mountain. <laughs> Just a few of them. Everybody else, all they got was flesh. Now that bottom left... Um... Oh, we more? oh wait, we're studying so oh, hard yeah, right now. We're... Just, we're Looking studying the crap out of this Aleph right now. Like, you are going to master the Aleph. The Aleph will master you. Aleph tattooed in your brain cells. Yeah, like. just look at it. Just look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Beautiful Aleph right Look there. at it. What is it made out of? Well, it's made out of two Yods. Right, the Yod? Mm. It's made out of two of those. One below and one above. What's that thing in the middle? The Vav. So... It's made out of two yuds mm. and a vav. Isn't that fascinating? Look at that. Learning righteousness. Well, the yud at the bottom. The ten is the government is of God, isn't it? Or is it the judgment? The government. Ten can be leadership. Leader oh yeah, the leader. There it is. So yud, well, the, the value. Twelve would be government. Yeah. The well, ten is uh, the yud value is ten. For the leadership, you have Joshua, and then you have Moses. So, do you notice how Moses' face would shine like the sun? He went up sapphire stones. See, it's on, to, on the top. He went up. He ascended into the high place on sapphire stones and received the light of God. He was like the sun. Now, what does Joshua represent? He represents the moon. The moon reflects the light of the sun. The disciple, Joshua, reflects the light of his teacher, Moses. So, whatever is higher than us, and we receive that light through training, discipleship, studying faithfully, there was never a disciple so faithful as Joshua was to Moses. I mean, he was famous in Israel for his humility. He really embraced the humility of Moses. And in his humility, he became a reflection. And one of the most important things in his life was the ability to go and lead and take the promised land. What he received in discipleship and servanthood is the very same thing that allowed him to go and take the promised land and to destroy those nations that were abominations. To not have the people of God in the wilderness anymore, but to take the promised land physically. Not just talk about it, not just dream about it, not just teach about it, but for them to walk into it, step into it, certain things had to happen. He had to learn. He First, he had to receive the light that came down from that top part of the Aleph. And what is the Vav? What is the Vav? It is the embarrassment. Your quietness, right? The Aleph is silent. Your silence enduring the embarrassment 
that is ever increasing according to rabbinical literature, the closer you get to the teachers of righteousness, the more the suffering of the persecution and the insult that comes. And with that comes a greater ability to repent of your human nature. It's a blessing. Don't take it as something offense. That's good. Mm. It's a blessing and it's a higher elevation. It's a potential for a higher elevation. So you don't always need to just shout and defend. There's a defense of the faith. But part of that rising is your ability to endure the insults and the accusations and the embarrassment that comes from being closer and closer with the teachers of righteousness, which means being a disciple, learning, serving. That's how you receive light. But when you sin, the issue is when you sin, that impedes your ability to receive light no matter how bright your teachers shine. That's why we've been teaching on repentance. How can you receive the teaching, receive the light, get everything out of the way that keeps you from receiving it? Because the more of the teaching you can receive, the brighter you're going to shine. And if, you, if you're sinning, what it does is it blocks the light from getting to you. So no matter how bright the light is shining above, if you're not willing to endure the insults that come with you being with the company of righteous, if you can't handle what your family says to you, what your friends say to you, what your coworkers say, that the people on Facebook coming and accusing and lying and trying to rip you away, if you can't endure that, you're not going to go up, you're not going to grow. You're just going to go away sad. And if there's sin, you're not going to receive that light. The problem with that is you need to receive that light because if you can receive the light while you're in confession, you're in repentance, you got the sword, you're working on the shield, you're getting all those things working in you by the word of God, powerful and active. Because if the light is coming down through that valve and it's in the world that you live in, the light will take precedence over the darkness and the enemies from the other side are not going to take control and power over your life. But if you have sin, they will dominate your life no matter how brightly your teachers are shining. That is why the word of this week is prayer, repentance, confession, adoration, so that you can learn to be a true disciple. The disciples are important. <laughs> Why are you guys so important? Temples of Shekinah. You're the light of the world. The moon, you can't look at the sun. You can look at the moon. Mm. Some people can't look at the things that Moses was looking at. It would obliterate them off the face of the earth. <laughs> when you go up higher, those things beyond the veils, you have to be holy. Otherwise, when you see it, it could kill you. Or it could corrupt your mind when your consciousness goes back into your body because your mind isn't pure. That's what happens if you go up too fast and you don't wait to transform in the sun. It'll only corrupt your mind that's already impure. Because it can't handle that information. But the moon, you can look at the moon. So the disciples of righteousness, that's why you guys are more important. You're going to be the ones, the fruit, the offspring of righteousness. That can take the teacher's teaching and disseminate it. Into a form that others can easily digest. I mean, look at, I mean, look at some of the women we're learning righteousness right now, righteousness, their notes, their pictures, their explanations, it's clear as day, as clear as the moon. 
and you can look at it, you can learn it. It can be digested and absorbed. So what we do, we go into things that we're learning, right? Because in the in the book of Enoch, there's an understanding that you've got to be at least in the sixth interior mansion of Jared before you can eat of the knowledge of good and evil, not the knowledge of the tree of Satan, but the knowledge of the tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden of righteousness is what would kill them unless they had grown up to a certain height. Because you're being made holy in that place. You have to grow up into a higher wisdom. So what does a mama bird do for the baby bird? They eat the food, they digest it in a form that they can give to the baby birds. Because if you gave the whole food to a baby bird, it would choke and it would die. And it couldn't eat it. It's the parable of the birds, mm -hmm. which represents the angelic. Amen. So we're bringing these things and digesting them into a form for you to consume. And as you purify yourselves and consecrate yourselves, you're learning prayer, you're learning righteousness, you're learning true confession, not just impulsive confession, I feel convicted, I gotta just... But the adoration of God that leads into the confession like Shadrach was preaching, that allows you to purify yourselves, set yourself apart. Then you've got a clear opening. You're walking, you count all the scorn and the shame and like nothing. All your old life is just nothing. Only your new life and righteousness, the vision God has given you for your life to partner with global end times revival of the everlasting covenant. That's the seventh covenant. Eternal covenant is coming forth in the kingdom age. And so for you to receive that light, you'll teach many. You are the light of the world. And as you receive that light, you set yourself apart, consecrated to receive more light. That brightness of the teachings that you're receiving will annihilate the darkness mm. out of your world and they can no longer Lord over you, you can come out of the darkness. You can come up out of Sheol. Come up out of Black Malkut into Malkut of Holiness. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, that, that sapphire stone tree of life of the second heavens is the seven stars in his right hand or the bride of Christ, his scepter of righteousness that he will rule the world with. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's good. Glory. Well, if you want to give an offering tonight, we're going to get that air conditioning in the studio because so much good stuff is going to be pouring out of CFI RLM TV broadcasting studio. We purchased fiber optic internet a year ago and they're still struggling to install it. Things are very slow in third world nations. I mean, these things sometimes take a year, two years, three years. I witnessed this with my 20 years down in Mexico with my dad. It took him five years to get internet at my dad's place in Mexico. So we're working on it. So all the skipping and the lagging is being dealt with. We already bought the fiber optic internet. Now they just need to install it. So things are progressing and they shall accelerate. But I think you know, both Rebecca and I had confirmations. This yeah. is the next step before we even do the widow's which will be coming up. We're going to completely 
blow away the widows with support and help. And it's a formula that Jesus has given us for breakthrough against the works of the enemy. There are prophetic acts that you do that destroy the works of the devil. Greater works will you do because I go to the Father. Why do we do greater works? John 14, 12. Because all the works of the Father destroy the devil. That's why. So that all the seven mountains of Cain and his kingdom can be completely decimated in heaven and in earth by our works. In Jesus' name. So given to the works of CFI, RLM TV, Africa. We'll get the air conditioning rolling. We'll get the content pouring out of there to bless you all in daily broadcasting. Feasting here, feasting there. And we're going to set it up so it's just a constant stream of daily food. You know, two to four hours of content of the highest, freshest holiness and wisdom, literally, guys, in the universe. Support this ministry in a major way. There's no ministry that puts out four hours of fresh Shekinah glory content, front lines content that will help you fulfill your destinies. There's no one doing this stuff. Our support, we probably have 50 supporters, guys, 50 in the whole world right now. So sign up and be a pioneer supporter with this pioneering ministry as we pioneer righteousness for the whole world in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.
over me and it's keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive, and it's over me and it's keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Well, it's all over me and it's keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive. It's all over me and it's keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Well, I got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. Keeping me alive, keeping me alive. Well, I've got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Oh, I got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive. Well, I've got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive. The Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. Oh, I got it and I know it. It's keeping me alive, keeping me alive. Keeping me alive and I've got it and I know it It's keeping me alive Holy Ghost is keeping me alive Oh, I've got it Got it Got it I've got it Got it Something about that Holy Ghost I can't explain Something about that Holy Ghost I can't explain Something about that Holy Ghost I can't explain something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain, but I've got it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.